Hey girl, welcome to the Hustlin' Mama podcast, where we're all about making your dreams reality. My name's Emily, and each week I'll be bringing you powerful motivation to help you tackle your goals in health, business, and motherhood. We are all about having fun, keeping it real, owning our struggles, and creating a life we freaking love. So let's lean in together and let's freaking do this. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Hustler Mama podcast. This is Emily, and I'm so excited to welcome this week a very special guest, um, Sarah Walsh. And I have to say, I'm very excited that your name is easier to say now. As I was typing up the notes, I'm like, I'm really glad her last name is Walsh now. Um, but Sarah is a virtual health coach, a virtual assistant, a brand ambassador, and just a badass mama in general. Um, she's the true definition of a hustling mama. Um, Sarah and I actually met on Facebook and it was, it's so crazy to think it was about like seven years ago, um, that we met in a Facebook group when we both were help, like start, well, I was starting on my health journey. Sarah, I believe you had been on yours. Uh, for a little while and we just connected and became really great friends and I went up to Boston to visit um, and see her for one of the events that we did with one um, our network marketing company and we got to meet in person which was amazing uh, but thank you so much for joining today Sarah. Of course thank you for having me I'm so excited and I cannot believe seven years. I do. Seven years I feel like it's only been like a few years that we've known each other, but seriously, we've been able to meet, do all these things together, work together virtually. And I am so excited to do this with you and especially become moms together as well. I know. It's so exciting. It's so crazy what the internet can do. I know. And so much change for the better. Yes. So much. So we're going to get into that a little bit today and really talk about um, just how you balance like mom life and working, like working, working from home mom life with your kid at home with you. Uh, I'm happy to share anything. Yeah. Um, So let's just dive in and get started. Can you tell us a little bit about your story um, and what inspired you to be a health coach? Yeah, sure. So first off, hi guys, I'm really excited for this. So what got me into health coaching was actually, let's back it up a little bit, is so for years, as a child, I was sick. I was sick in and out of the doctors and they couldn't figure out what was going on. Fast forward to when I turned 18, um, I was a new college student and I knew enough was enough. I felt so sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. And I knew something was wrong with my body um, in the sense of chronic illness lives. And doctors just kept saying, you're fine, you're fine. And I did a lot of research and I like was Googling symptoms. Yes, I was playing doctor online, but I needed, I needed answers. Um, I was sleeping 18 hours a day, drinking like five, six coffees a day to try to just get some energy. And it was obviously not healthy, but something was wrong. And I discovered that I had celiac disease. I had doctors testing me. Um, and I was told, you know, you don't need to get tested for this because you aren't underweight. And that's a hallmark symptom. Turns out it was one of the most severe cases that went undiagnosed that they've ever seen. And then in 2012, which is when I was diagnosed, um, I gave myself over six months to try to start feeling better after I went gluten-free and got diagnosed. And I found myself gaining weight rapidly because my body was so depleted in nutrients. And so anything I was eating that was gluten-free, my body could digest. My body was just 
holding on to it because it just didn't know, like, is it going to go a lot longer without feeling well or what's going on? And so anyways, I gained like 40 pounds overnight practically in like less than two months. And I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel better, but I'm not feeling better because I didn't know what, you know, eating healthy really was. And at the same time, I was nervous to cook gluten-free. I just was afraid. Am I going to make myself sick again? So I was eating a lot of prepackaged things. So that actually catapulted me into learning more about my first health and wellness accountability group. And that's how I joined um, in June of 2013. And then by the end of that summer, I was like, I love how I'm feeling. I want to scream it from the rooftops. Sign me up. I need to be a health coach and help other people because this is how you're supposed to feel. And for the first time in my life, that's, I felt like finally alive. Like I felt on top of the world. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like that's how you know that you really found what works for you and what you're passionate about is when you just want to share it with other people and help other people do the same thing. 100%. Yeah. Amazing. So I know that you are all about helping women, um, especially moms, focusing on feeling strong, healthy, and happy rather than just weight loss, which I love. Um, I feel like it's not a narrative that a lot of women are faced with nowadays. Like a lot of times it's like the take this and you'll lose 50 pounds overnight or do this five minute ab Pinterest circuit and you'll have a six pack in 30 days. Um, But obviously that's not realistic. So what advice do you have for our listeners that are looking to get started on their health journey? Okay. So I really like to simplify things, especially with my current clients. I just say, let's simplify, get rid of what you've been doing or no, unless it's working for you. And let's start with a blank slate. We don't need to be carrying around all these little things in a bucket if they aren't working for you. So I like to say that to my current clients and I share with them, you know, what habits do you want to achieve? So we kind of reverse engineer our goals, go over the habits that they want to start adding, whether it's a wake up early to work out before their kiddos are awake, or it's less coffee, more vegetables, things like that. And then we start habit stacking. And that's been a really, really beneficial way for my clients to get started instead of just saying, okay, today's day one. And then on day two, they're too sore or they don't have time to work out because, you know, their, their baby was up all night. So I always try to tell them that just start where you are. It's not about perfection. And trust me, I am like a recovering type A perfectionist. It is not about that. And I feel like it was very easy for me to throw that out the window once I had my first baby, Sienna, my baby. And I had to throw that out the window because I knew that was not serving me anymore. And I said, you know what, just start where you are, start where your feet are planted. What can you do today? Is today like a day where you can get a 10 minute workout in or just get moving or go for a family walk, whatever it is, just start. Yes. Motherhood knocks the perfectionist out of you. It does. It humbles you to your core. And honestly, the greatest thing where I no longer, I'm like, oh, I need to follow this plan perfectly. No, it's about doing something for yourself because sometimes it's the only time you get to yourself. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I just had the realization. I mean, really, Garrett's almost 18 months. And just this month, I was like, oh, I really like only working out three days a week. Like, why don't I just, or like having three rest days a week? I mean, like, why don't I just make every workout program I do that way, even if it's not designed that way? Yeah, exactly. I've been like that 100%. And lately, I've been battling, you know, some health issues that have arise. And I was like, you know what? do what feels good. That's what you tell people to do. That's what I'm doing. 
do what feels good Mm -hmm. for you and your body and your life. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. So what do you think is the most surprising thing that you've learned or experienced um, in your own health journey? Um, Can I be like really honest? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Sometimes am I allowed to swear? No. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I we we don't. Yes. I might have a sailor's mouth sometimes is sometimes doctors won't fucking take you serious. They just won't and fight for your health. You guys, because it is so worth it. And sometimes you have an underlying health condition or chronic illness. And currently I'll even share, I'm dealing with thyroid testing. And my doctor was telling me your labs are normal when they're not normal. I can see them with my own eyes. They're not normal. Turns out I was taking, you know, biotin and it can skew results. So listen to your gut instinct, even if others aren't and fight for those answers, because at the end of the day, it's your health. It's not theirs. It's yours. And that's your one body you have. And this is your life. So, you know, like I said, I was type A and I was also a people, people pleaser threw that out the window when I had a baby. Like it is what it is. I'm fighting for answers, whether it comes to myself, my family, my daughter fight for your own health, because at the end of the day, it's all you do have. Yes. Amen. Mike Trot. Yeah. <laughs> and so being a work at home mom um, is definitely challenging. We were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. Um, there's just a lot of different things to navigate and all of that. Um, how do you balance it all? So I always felt like, so Sienna is almost one. And I felt like I spent the first six months trying to find balance. And it wasn't until I threw out the idea of balance (laughs) that I felt like I found my groove. Okay. So I honestly don't really believe in balance. I find that everything ebbs and flows. And I find I, instead of looking at like this one day, this week, I need to get stuff done. I look at the week as a whole and you know, if it doesn't go as planned Monday, that's okay. I will get it done another day this week. And so some days she's independently playing and I'm able to get some work done. Other days, she's trying to throw my laptop across the room and use it herself. So obviously, I'm not able to get work done most days. So I, I really just prioritize nap time and things like that because I really put an emphasis on being present while she is awake. And that is very important to me as a mom. Um, and I know that is challenging at times. Yesterday, I had a deadline. I had a hit. So that meant staying up later and working throughout nap time and making sure I did my workout or anything I needed to do for myself prior to nap time. So that was a chunk of time I actually had to focus. And man, can I just say the amount you do in 30 minutes as a mom, like during nap time is insane compared to the 30 time minutes I used to do prior to having a baby. Yes. Like, just the thought process. Like it's hard for myself to focus on things. <laughs> When you have a baby running around, like you have to focus on a hundred things. Yeah. So, needless to say, you just really need to buckle down and do what you can with what you have. I'm a firm <laughs> believer in that, clearly. Yes. And always, I feel like I'm always asking myself, like, what can I not do while Garrett is awake? Like, what do I need to get yeah. done during nap time? And then prioritizing that. And then I feel like a chicken with my head cut off something. <laughs> it, I'm telling you, it does get better, especially I feel like as you flow into getting work done with them. Like right here, I have 
a little dot next to each thing I can't do, like what well, can do when she's awake, but I prefer not to, you know, and yesterday that meant sacrificing a little bit and doing my workout with her. And she thought it was the funniest thing ever going up and down while I was working out. So yeah, that's such a, to give me like a two hour work walk then. And yeah. I love that idea of putting the little dot next to things that need to be done during that time. Yeah. It's so, it's been so helpful for me doing that. Awesome. So what do you do on those days when Sienna's like throwing your laptop across the room? Um, Do you have any strategies that you use to help support yourself in those hard days? What do you mean kind of strategies? Um, Like anything that like mantras that maybe you use to help like talk yourself through if you're like feeling frustrated or uh, I know you mentioned like the putting the dot next to the things that need to be done during nap time, like anything else like that, that you do to help. Yeah. So thank you for elaborating on that. So yes, yeah, I find sometimes the day gets away from me. So I like to, if I'm not able to get something done, like say I have an important email or marketing campaign I need to send out. And if I'm not able to get it done right then, and I literally will just set an alarm on my phone to do it when, at a time that I know I will be able to. Um, mm-hmm. And that might sound silly, but it's just the reminder I need that it is going to get the ball moving that day. Yeah. Instead of waiting and trying to scramble every five seconds of like, okay, when can I get this done? When can I get this done? And of course, redirecting Sienna, if she's like trying to throw my computer, I'm like, okay, mommy's going to send this quick email. Then we're going to play, do this, this, and this. And normally she's like, I'm not going to lie. She has very good comprehension. She, she will play, especially if I set up like a little play space for her and make it look inviting. Um, Mm -hmm. But you know, other days I'm just like, screw it. Let's shut the laptop because I want to be present and that's okay. I really find there's no like cut or dry answer for that. Um, but I do set alarms or make like, um, like I said, like I'll highlight things on my to-do list to do them at a later date. And then I'll also communicate to my husband, Brian, like, Hey, later tonight, how about you guys play together? And I will take 30 minutes to get this done. And that's been very helpful, but I'm not going to lie. Some days I'm like, I don't want to leave them while they're playing. I just want to be with them. And he's like, you are with us. You've been present all damn day and you also need to get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always a layer of mom guilt in a way that I'm trying to get rid of. Yeah. Mom killed is mom guilt is a beast for sure. Yes. And I'm not quite sure, but dads don't seem to have the same. No, it doesn't seem maybe they do, but it doesn't <laughs> seem. Uh, do you have any tips for the mom who at, like struggles to ask for help? Because I know that's one that I struggle with is especially like asking Greg to like do bedtime or if I need like a couple minutes just to get my sanity back. I always feel guilty being like, can you take over? Yeah. So I struggle with that 100%. Um, And I will say lately, as I have not been feeling 100%, I found it was a little bit easier for me to ask for help. And I thought to myself, why is that? And I think it's because I'm finally allowing myself to rest if needed or, you know, take a shower without worrying that she's waking up from nap screaming or something and just having someone else have the monitor of their home. Um, the last two weeks, you know, we just got off the holidays and the last two weeks my mom had off. So she would hang out with us. Um, but typically I'm with Sienna from like six, six 30 AM to six 30 PM myself, um, Monday through Fridays, Saturdays, most of the day as well sometimes. So I just like try to remember that it is what it is. Sometimes I do need help and that's okay. Um, I'm still working on asking for help as needed, but I've been trying 
just like, oh, hey, can you, can you help with this? Like a small little thing. Get, can you get started with bath time? And then I'll be up. I'm just going to finish this. And I've noticed that's like really helpful for me. It doesn't feel like I'm missing out on something because that's what I've really struggled with. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this and then I'll join you guys. Yeah. So even though it's like just starting to ask for something, like I said, like just starting on something, it just feels so much better. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. That was a long-winded answer for me. No, Sorry. It was a good answer. Um, and then what self-care strategies do you recommend for moms who are having a hard time putting themselves first? Okay. So I really find just trying to carve out that time for yourself, you know, whether you are a newly, a new mom, um, or if you've been a mom for a long time, you have multiple kids, just really taking some time for yourself. Even if the end of the day, it's just a shower to wash off the day. Like seriously, that's how I started taking care of myself postpartum was like, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm just going to take a shower and another shower. I already showered in the morning. I was like, I just need <laughs> two minutes to myself in those newborn stages and just wash off the day. Like seriously, I heard that once and I was like, yes, took awesome. shower. Oh, so much better. Um, but I just find starting where you are and just saying like, okay, where can I make this work? So for me lately, it's been working out as soon as Sienna goes down for her morning nap. She takes a really good morning nap, typically, probably in a jinx it right now. But <laughs> if you don't hear me. Um, but like truly starting my workout right then has been so beneficial for myself. And I'm like, okay, this is my me time. I typically don't even write in my calendar as my workout now. It just says me time. Yeah, that's awesome. I love thinking about it that way. And that you know, I feel like once you start to find a schedule, not even like a schedule, but just like a typical routine that you yeah. guys follow makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. I feel like that's what I struggled with um, as a brand new mom was like finding a routine. And then all of a sudden it just falls into place. It's not like you need to find it. It will fall into place. Yes. Follow your baby's cues. Yes. And it's okay if the first couple months, I swear the first like six weeks or whatever, when I was on maternity leave, Garrett would wake up we would lay on the couch and watch a movie. And I think we would both like doze off and sleep the morning. <laughs> like that was our morning routine was sleeping that. and watching a movie. I um, what is your favorite part about mom life and what about it surprised or what about mom life in general surprised you the most? Okay. So I feel like that's a loaded question, but my favorite <laughs> part is honestly just watching Sienna thrive and learn and like seeing how her brain works is honestly so amazing to me how kids learn so damn fast. Like mm -hmm. it is oh wild. Um, and just honestly, adventuring with her. We're planning our first two trips with her this year. We're going to Mexico and Disney World. And like, I was gonna say Disney. Yeah, of course. We're going to Disney. First, we're bringing her to Mexico, and I am so bringing her on like a trip, which is amazing. And she she can see why I do what I do, and I'm really freaking it. Pumped That's up. awesome. Um, like I've been working nine years to have this moment. It's coming. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, so exciting. Really good. Um, but my favorite part is just everything in general, just experiencing life with this tiny human that like you made. Mm -hmm. That is a mini version. Like if anyone knows my daughter Sienna, like she is a mini version of me. We have the same personality brides, like, hey, how did you get her to calm down so quick? And I'm like, well, what would I want then? <laughs> and she just responds so well to it. Um and then the part that surprised me the most was, I'm trying to think, I think what surprised me most in what aspect? 
Just in general? Uh, yeah, just in general. I think the part that surprised me most is, of course, how much more full life feels with <laughs> a baby or a kid. Um, I feel like so many people say like, oh, it's so chaotic. Like, no, it's so amazing. And I remember when I first became a mom or when I was pre- at the end of my pregnancy, people kept saying, just enjoy every moment. And honestly, that saying gave me such fear and anxiety, like I was going to miss out on something. And mm-hmm. just be present, be present with them, have fun with them. It's not always about your to-do list. And that was the part that surprised me most is I was a person that was like a do or die by my to-do list prior no, I threw that out the window and I was like, it is what it is. Life passes by so quick that you just really need to celebrate that time together and spend as much time together as you can. Yes. And it's so hard. I just moved Garrett's play area downstairs this past weekend. And I swear it was the best thing I did because when we're upstairs, I'm constantly like the dishes need to be done and we need to back, like this needs to be cleaned. And now I'm like, oh, I can actually sit here and play with you and not yeah. be spinning about the things that need to be done. <laughs> we, we did that early on. I'm actually sitting in it. It's our like living room and play area upstairs. And it's away from everything. And it's so quiet and calm. And I honestly love working here like on the couch when um, she's even napping. It's just such a nice space. And just having that awesome. separate space is really important, especially as a busy mom. Yeah. Amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, one final question, and then we'll go into a couple of questions that I ask every guest. So can you tell us where the our listeners can connect with you and kind of what they can expect from uh, like your social media and your blog and things like that? Yeah, sure. So what you guys, you guys can connect with me um, on my blog. It's realizingvitality.com. I love to add recipes, mom life. I am going, I was on a brief hiatus from blogging, but I will be back soon. Um, but and I'll link it in the show notes for you guys. Sorry, Sarah. Oh, thank you. Um, and there's a lot of content on there, a lot of recipes. I shared over a recipe a week the last year. So lots to try, um, especially if you're gluten-free um, or dairy-free. I have lots of options there. And also on Instagram, it is instagram.com slash, and then my at is um sarah s-a-r-a-h t-s-a-c-o-g yes my maiden name in half <laughs> mm-hmm. now my last name's walsh and obviously finding that as a username is very impossible so needless to say what you guys can expect from me is um you can expect all things mom life healthy living gluten-free um i like to say i'm like your gluten-free best friend and if you need recipes, want to chat more, I'm always here. Awesome. Thank you. So now we're going to jump into a couple of fun questions that I ask every guest. Um, what is your favorite habit that you've created? I will say my habit of working out and not because I need to, because I want to. Mm-hmm. And just really stacking that. Um, backstory is I was the girl in gym class who would do everything she could to get out of running the mile. Like my best friend and I joke about that. Like we would do anything we freaking could to not run that damn mile because we were just not about it. Like I was never into, I was a dancer and I still, to this day, if I'm not in workout clothes, ready to sweat, I'm not going to (laughs) sweat. Like if I'm in jeans, I'm like, yeah, no, well, actually that might be a lie because I feel like mom life has you sweating 24 seven. Um, like loading strollers, loading car seats, like, yes. 
I never knew that was the thing. But um, yeah, favorite habit working out. Awesome. Fun. That's one of mine too. Um, what is your favorite thing to do to boost your energy? So other than drinking coffee or pre-workout is <laughs> to honestly just get started. Whether you feel like doing something or you don't, just get started because it feels so much better instead of just laying around saying like, yeah, I need to do that thing. No, just get up and move. Get up and move. Just do it. Awesome. And the final question, um, do you have a song or a quote or mantra that gets you moving when you're putting off your goals? Um, yes. So I do have a song that's always like, I don't know, it's always related in a way, whether it was health and um, like chronic illness and health related or just working towards future goals was the fight song. This is my fight song. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. A really good one. Yeah. Cool. That's a good one. Now I feel like I'm going to have to listen to that, that when right, we hop off. so good awesome well thank you so much for joining today sarah it was so good to chat with you and i'm so glad we got to have you on the podcast thank you for having me guys of course and thank you guys so much for listening um if you liked this episode it would mean so much if you share with a friend or share it on your story and tag sarah and i so that we can personally thank you for helping us uh just share our message grow this community and yeah, make all of this possible. So we will be back next week, but until next time, keep on hustling.